0: Our reading today is from Ephesians 4.25-5.2. through 5, 2. So then, putting away any falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing, Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful, a useful thing for building up, as there is need of this, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you have marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander together with all of your malice and be kind to one another. Be tender-hearted, forgiving to one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and live in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord.
1: So we've been talking about Ephesians for a few weeks now, and uh, uh, you know we've been looking at all the things that Jesus did on behalf of the church to to draw her unto God uh, and uh, to, to gift us and to be with us and to forgive us of our sins and uh, Paul tells us that it is as if as if God has already resurrected us and brought us home it is as if we were right there with Jesus already and we have that kind of blessed assurance uh, that Jesus is mine. Amen, amen. And uh, last week, Paul went on to tell us seven times Jesus used or Paul used the term "be one," right? Be one. There is one, and it encourages us to be unified, to be together not to the exclusion of our own individuality or the individual gifts we bring or our own differences but to be one in spite of those differences and to allow christ to transcend those differences and as we read this letter we start to get the impression that paul is trying to get at something but he's not being very plain about it this week he makes it plain i love that you know so often in the bible uh, it's so hard to know what it is they're talking about, right? There's all these metaphors and allegories and all these kinds of things. What is the what is the ship stand for? What does the bread stand for? All these symbolism and stuff like that. Thank goodness today, Paul just say, he says it exact. In fact, he's brutal in <laughs> in his explain. This is one of those rare occasions where we can take it literally. Uh, what is being said to us in the Bible, Paul? finally gets to the nitty-gritty and that is that the ephesians are not getting along can you imagine people in the church (laughs) people in the church not getting along I can't fathom the whole idea. It just seems crazy, but uh there they were in Ephesians, they were struggling. And not just not just one church. This is one of those uh, like I told you when we started, it's a circular letter, and what that means is that it was meant to be passed around. Paul said, I want you to make a bunch of copies of this, because everybody needs it. Everyone's getting a letter. Everyone's getting one of these letters. So get that copier going. <laughs> And he sent it out to everybody. And here it is, two thousand years later, and we still need to hear it. Amen. Just like, just like Jane was saying, uh, way back at the beginning of her sermon. <laughs> uh, but Paul encourages us to be together in because of our oneness in Christ, because of our unity we need to do certain things and he gives us some clues about how we should get along he says speak the truth speak the truth but not the brutal not not that mean spirited truth like when pastor curtis says you know does this make me look fat don't tell me the truth <laughs> help me out here say i've seen fatter <laughs> something like that. You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, be kind. In it. Sometimes sometimes the brutal truth is not what's called for. That isn't even that isn't what Paul's talking about. Not that vain truth. Paul is talking about, look, if we've got some problems, we need to talk about it. I need to be honest with you. You you know, you have you have done some things or or said some things or didn't do some things or didn't say some things and I'm I'm feeling that I'm I'm feeling hurt by that and my truth to you is I, we have a problem between us it's caused some tension so I need to talk that truth the point of that kind of truth telling is so that we can make amends I'll tell you what pastor Curtis spends half his time offending people and the other half apologizing for it because I didn't mean to offend anybody right so uh, and I know sometimes my humor gets a little you know away from me and I, I hurt people's feelings and the the most blessed thing the, the the best thing that comes to me in that is when someone is willing to come to me and go Kurdish that crass joke you told offended me and hurt my feelings that I know you think you were kidding but that wasn't funny and it hurt my feelings that is such a blessing when someone is because sometimes i'm not even aware that i've done that right and i can say you know what you're right i was that was out of line and i'm gonna i'm gonna do everything i can to not do that again please accept my apology forgive me boy and then all of a sudden we're back together again right we can pick up but if if someone never says something to me and they go through the rest of my tenure here as pastor Mad or hurt or offended, and we never reconcile that that 's not good for the body of christ amen that 's not good for the body of christ and Paul gives us permission I love this Paul gives us permission to be angry it 's nice to have our feelings affirmed isn so 't it because so often in the church we 're told we 're kind of and maybe we 're not even told this, but there 's just something about being in church that that tells us you know we 've got to we've got to put on the right face we've got to, we've got to be not, you know we can't be angry They can't have those there's all those negative emotions we got to get rid of them uh... you know it's just like when the kids were little and they would fight with each other all the way to church and i'm yelling at them robin's yelling at them they're yelling at me and we're yelling at each other And we pull in and we go alright kids now get your jesus on let's get inside here and we all try to look real great you know look holy and and like we all love each other right even though we've just spent the last twenty minutes yelling so often in the church, we kind of breed this, this almost false sense of joy and happiness, like nothing can be wrong, right? A sense of holiness. Um, in seminary, we used to do this thing. If someone really bugged us, you knew, you knew when someone bugged you because, uh, or, or when someone was bothered by someone else because they would go, oh, well, you know, bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. That's almost like... That's almost like calling them a dirty name at seminary, it was. (laughs) We knew what that really meant. (laughs) Oh, bless their hearts. Oh, I know what you mean. (laughs) Uh, But Paul here gives us permission to be angry when we're angry. Be angry. Go ahead. Maybe you have reason to be angry. Sometimes I have reason to be angry at you right and sometimes you have reason to be angry at me but don't sin in your anger and what that means is don't let it fester because it will fester but to go speak that truth and let's work on how can we how can we reconcile how can we get past this because if, if nothing is said if the anger just goes on there's just no getting past it it will be there until it's dealt with in some way right that's how reconciliation works then Paul goes on to this thing about he addresses an issue in their church. Some people do all the work. Some people pay all the bills. Some people, you know, participate with all the the things they do. Other people just kind of along for the ride. Now he calls them thieves. He's not talking about people ripping people off in the church, or at least I I hope that's not the issue. But uh, he's really talking about Everyone kind of pulling their weight and doing their part and contributing. Because again, Paul's faith is like mine. Everybody has something to give, everybody has something to contribute, everybody has something to receive from the church as well, right? You're not here just to take up space in a pew. We're here to do the work of God. Amen? We're here, yeah, amen. Give me a bigger one. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> We're here to roll up our sleeves. There's a hurt and broken world out there that needs what we have. And it's our job to, to work together to bring those things. And that means everyone carrying their weight and taking care of business. You may be shocked to know, uh, and I'm, I'm throwing out a truth here that many may not you may be shocked to know that a, a quarter of the people who are members of this church do not contribute any money to the church at all never have I don't know who those folks are I don't see that stuff I just look at the records Uh, but I don't know who that is or or what's going on there and I don't know I don't know how to address it other than to say a quarter 25 percent of our membership do not contribute one thing you and 25 percent pay for most of everything (laughs) maybe even less than that maybe like 10 percent pay for most of everything uh so paul's addressing that in this little section here of do your part do your part to contribute to the well-being of the church uh and then he goes on to talk about probably even a, an issue that comes right to me you know when you're talking say things that build up the body of christ and this is so true we've all been there Again, my humor gets away from me, and I grew up in a sarcastic family, and you know, that's kind of how we talk, and it's hard for me sometimes to remember that not everyone gets my sense of humor. (laughs) Or even if they get it, they don't appreciate it. (laughs) But we you know, gentle words. Lord knows gentle words can do so much. How many how many of you had this experience of someone just someone just coming up and saying some gentle words right when you need to hear them. Some gen- they didn't even know they were doing it. They just It's just their way. Some gentle words. Oh my gosh, what a healing salve. What a healing salve. Gentle words can be that build up the body of Christ. That build up the, the relationships that we have with one another. That build up our own spiritual struggles and our own worldly struggles. That build up each other and encourage one another and support one another. We need each other. We don't need each other to tear each other down. We need each other to build our, each other up. And boy, I tell you what, you know, Baptists, you know, it's so easy to find fault. It's so easy to criticize. It's so easy to nitpick. It's so easy to point. It's so easy to find out what's wrong and to point it out uh I know because Dennis tells me all the time <laughs> I don't know why you don't a lot of folks don't tell me these things they go to Dennis right <laughs> when there is a complaint and it's so easy to find things to complain about cuz we're a we're a lay run organization we're not if anyone doesn't like organi- organized religion this is the place for them because uh, we are far from organized we're the last thing about that right so So, you know, things get missed. Things get lost. And we make mistakes. And God bless you. Bless your hearts. Uh, (laughs) You like to point it out. You like to point it out. But we're called to build each other up. Amen? We're called to build each other up. Uh, And by doing this, we don't grieve the Holy Spirit. It's the tearing down that grieves the Holy Spirit. It's the... it's the, the mean spiritedness that grieves the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean. You've, you've experienced that grieving of the Holy Spirit when you've said something and you knew right away, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, you can feel the grief of that Holy Spirit stirring up inside of you and uh, and, and and bringing. On, we you know, back in the day, we called that guilt. <laughs> <laughs> right that grief of the holy spirit we call that guilt you feel that tug you feel that guilt but all paul what paul is really getting at for us today he says if you want to be a church if you want to be a church of jesus christ you better learn to be kind to each other tender hearted and loving that's that's what he said and and why is Paul railing on this so much why is Paul encouraging this so much because quite frankly the world won't see Jesus in us unless we learn to be kind tender-hearted and loving to each other (laughs) let alone how we behave toward the rest of the world Uh, which is, you know, Paul gets to later. But right now, the world will take notice. The world will think us genuine when we can genuinely learn to be kind to one another. And I mean, authenticity is key. I don't want you to just put on a fake smile. Bless our hearts, (laughs) little jerk. (laughs) I don't want you to fake it. This is, the kind, this is the kind of thing that only, only God can do. Bring a motley bunch of different hearted people with different opinions and different ideas and different priorities and different things and different walks, different ages. Here we are together and what, God, what Paul is saying is let Jesus transcend those differences and teach you how to be kind even with people you disagree with Even people whose personalities you struggle with. And learn to live in love. When we can live in love. And not before. When we can live in love. We can teach the rest of the world to live in love too. Amen? But not before we can live in love. Got to do that first amen let us pray loving and gracious god we do love each other you know that's true you know you know that this group of baptists we just we do love on each other help us to to know how to take that to the next step and just live in that love that only you can show us help us to know how to be kind and tender hearted and loving help us to express those gentle words that are so often needed to build up each other in the body of Christ. And may we all feel that sense of, of conviction about, about the weight we carry. May we be willing to contribute with equity along with everyone else and help us even in our anger, to not sin, but to seek out reconciliation. For we know that only by resolving our differences and reconciling ourselves to each other can we ever hope to truly be the church. We ask all of this in the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.